Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. Swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to get to know your foe. Pittsburgh Steelers edition so I had to go and get the person that I know who not only knows the Steelers like the back of her hand but is as passionate of a fan as you can possibly find she's the co-host of the Jim and Mickey show with friend of the show Jim Garrity who comes on quite a bit she's been on the show before as well and she's a writer you can check out her writing she's all over the place also noted Twitter commentator she tweets all through the Steelers games and we are on a mission to find her a sponsor for her Steelers tweets throughout the season so if you're interested you might want to get in touch with her Mickey White Mickey thank you so much for coming back on the show oh thank you so much for having me I am excited to be here it's a big week for us certainly is because for the Steelers, this is kind of a do-or-die situation now. They're 1-2. and two. The Jets are 1-2 and two as well, but with the Steelers, there was more expected. I know they have Mitch Trubisky, a quarterback, but they have that defense that everybody expected to keep them in games. Let's start there, Mickey, because there's a big injury on that defense. Mika Fitzpatrick suffering from a concussion. We're not entirely sure if he's going to play in this game. Tell me about that injury. What are you hearing about that right now? And how big of a deal is it if Minka Fitzpatrick doesn't play? Because from where I sit as an outsider, he seems like really the lifeblood of this defense, especially with TJ Watt out. 
Well, I was just going to say, specifically because TJ is out um, for at least another couple of weeks, Minka not being in this game this week could be detrimental. Um, fortunately, we're playing the Jets. So, you know, we do have some leeway. Um, uh, but at the same time, when I look at our defense, we're really struggling to find an identity without TJ already. And Minka has been the lifesaver. Like, once TJ went out, basically Minka played out of his mind. And now with Minka possibly out, obviously, you know, Tomlin's all about next man up. But in reality, the talent's just not there at the next level. So it all drops down and our defense is already in trouble. And this could be really bad for us. And I think that you're absolutely right as far as where we are going into this game. You know, we look at it as a do or die, but to be honest, I didn't have the same expectations <laughs> that a lot of other people did. Um, perhaps that's because I am a passionate Steeler fan who has watched for many, many years. And I don't always buy into the hype, but just knowing what I know, I knew this was going to be more than just your traditional transition year. Mickey, I want to come back to the defense, but let's start with the offense. And the running game is what's most surprising to me because I wasn't expecting a lot from Mitchell Trubisky. And, of course, we will get back to him because he's a very important factor in this game. But Najee Harris only has 128 yards on 40 carries, averaging 3.2 yards per carry. I know he was banged up coming into the season. How much do you think that lingering injury is playing into this? How surprised are you on top of that that he hasn't been able to get much going? Is it a situation where it's all on him? Is it partially on the offensive line? What's going on there? I, I am first to blame the offensive line. Um, if you follow me on Twitter or read anything that I write about the Steelers, you will find that I'm usually the first to criticize them. And they have been playing very, very poorly. However, having said that, there were also times when I watched some of the plays back this last week where Najee chose to like kind of bounce outside instead of hitting the hole. And that was a decision that he made. So it's kind of, you know, obviously that's a shared responsibility it's looking like at this point. The other thing um, that I have read because I was reading up on some of the O-linemen who were commenting on all of the O-line hate that was coming from Steeler fans where they were suggesting that some of the O-line were doing what they were supposed to do, but the tight ends were not blocking properly. The white receivers weren't blocking properly. So where the O-line was taking, you know, the bulk of the responsibility for it, there were other ways, places to lay blame. Having said all of that, I think if you have that many people willing to point out that many things that are wrong with your offense, it's just all bad. And I don't blame Mitch for it. Um, I'm also someone who did not blame Ben last year. So I feel like I should say that on the record. I bet that he's probably the most happy retired quarterback in the league right now <laughs> because he took a great deal of grief because he ran Matt Canada's offense last year. And now people are seeing what it looks like and it's still awful. <laughs> 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 well, Mickey, before we get back to the passing game, I want to explore the offensive line yes. a little bit more. You said that you blame the offensive line a lot. What's really going wrong with them in totality? 
In the last three years, the Steelers have not drafted an offensive lineman in the first three rounds of the draft. And I think that's a really big indicator. We just don't have the talent that is required at that level to protect a franchise quarterback or a franchise running back. I mean, I look at Dan Moore on the end just getting destroyed week after week. Um, and last year we had last year we had Green in at center, and he had never played center in his life. He didn't play center in college. He played guard. Like there's just been some really questionable choices made as far as personnel and placement of personnel. Um, there was a time maybe five, six years ago where we had Ligurski and we had some others where they were kind of very much like plug and, plug and play. They could go into different positions and play. That is not the case with these kids. Um, they're all very young, but again, none of them are what I would consider like really high quality talent. And you need to have that in the NFL. It just is what it is. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. One other thing you need to have in the NFL without question is a quarterback that can go out mm -hmm. there and make some plays. And Mitchell yeah. Trubisky has really, really struggled to do that so far. He's averaging under 190 yards per game. He's averaging 5.5 yards per attempt. And this is where if you want to get an entry in a player projection over prizepicks.com, I would recommend going for less than 
than the player projection on Mitchell Trubisky's passing yards this week. And if you want to do that, by the way, you can do it at prizepicks.com right now. You pick two to five players. If they go more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do this with any sport you want. So, Mickey, it could be the NFL or college football, NBA, college basketball, Golf, UFC, whatever you want, it's all there at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50 bucks, PrizePix will give you 50 bucks. Don't forget, enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks at prizepicks.com. And Mickey, like I said, if you're going to go to prizepicks.com, I would go with under the player projection for Mitch Trubisky because he's really been at best a caretaker and it's alarming if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan because this is 2022 NFL. You cannot win very many games with a quarterback who throws for under 200 yards a game, who's throwing 5.5 yards per attempt. I know you said it's not all Mitch Trubisky's fault, so break this down for me. What are you seeing from Mitchell Trubisky do you think he's going to last much longer as a starter? Because I can't imagine that the Steelers are going to be able to be competitive the rest of the season with a quarterback producing at such a light level. Now, maybe, as you said, against the Jets, it's possible at home. But down the stretch, this is going to be really tough if he keeps playing like that. You know, the word on the street is that we may see Kenny Pickett right after the bye week regardless of what happens next. Um, I think if Mitch is able to establish something that, you know, we may not see Kenny this year. However, Tomlin's already under a great deal of pressure. Obviously, Kenny's a hometown kid. Everybody loves him. You know, the Pitt fans are crazy about him. I am undecided as I'm a Penn State fan. (laughs) Um, I'll let you know once he starts playing what I think. Um, But really, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on Tomlin. There's pressure on the Steelers in general. People want to see Kenny play. And that's great, but I don't know if I would put who I believe to be, you know, a future franchise quarterback. That's what they seem to think he is behind this line that as you, you just rattled off all of the terrible, God awful passing yards. And I'll tell you, having watched those games, it felt like less. Um, It felt like he made less completions than that. However, um, I think you would also be surprised if you took a look at the rushing yards, right? We talked about that earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also like almost last in rushing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and I think the combination of the two, like I said, you can't blame Mitch. If we can't establish the run, then you definitely aren't going to be able to pass. And we have not been able to establish the run. We have not been able to control the line. This is why I come back to obviously blaming the line. I feel like you control the line of scrimmage, you control the game. And that's true on both sides of the ball. And we are struggling. Pittsburgh Steelers are struggling on both sides of the ball right now, controlling the line of scrimmage. And with that happening, it doesn't look like a pretty season for us. It's got to be frustrating for the wide receivers, right? Because Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson... 
Pat Fryermuth, who's not a wide receiver, but still a pass catcher at tight end. George Pickens, Mickey, he looks like he could be a future number one wide receiver. Somehow the Steelers keep finding these receivers, whether it's the second round, third round, fourth round, whatever it is, they're mm-hmm. plucking these guys out. But they've got guys like Pickens, Fryermuth, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. These are all good receivers. And they're not really being maximized. Their abilities are being wasted here with Trubisky in this offense. So that's got to be frustrating for all those guys. Part of it is also Matt Canada's offense is terrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at the passes that we're throwing downfield, they're non-existent. Um, You know, he might take two, two, three shots tops downfield the entire game. Everything else is under 20 yards. And one of the most painful things to watch is, and I mean this, one of the most painful things to watch is when you know what's coming and it's going to be a jet sweep because he loves those. Um, It's hard to watch that happen specifically. Like it's third and eight and he's, you know, suddenly he calls a a call where (laughs) it doesn't matter who the quarterback is because he just defended last year where it's suddenly a pass behind the line of scrimmage on a third and eight. And they're expected to get yards after carry. Like, why are you not throwing or call, putting in a call that's at least past the line to get the first down? And that just doesn't happen in Canada's offense. And I think that that's a real issue that Pittsburgh is going to have to address one way or the other. Whether I mean, people are calling for his head right now. Like, and it is my understanding that the Steelers have never fired an offensive coordinator mid-season. However, during Cower years, apparently in 1998, he did take over the play calling duties at that time. So um, there's some precedent for that. But, you know, the Steelers are pretty solid about who they have in there and they like to back their people and give them a chance. But this offense is horrible. And if it's not working with the talent that you have, you have to adjust the offense to work with the talent you have. Sure. And they're going to have to do that on defense too. They've already been missing TJ Watt. They may be missing Minka Fitzpatrick this week. I thought it was interesting that we also, um, well, technically demoted Alalu and, and promoted Martavius Adams, but I think that was a good move on defense. So that's a Mm -hmm. solid move in the right direction. But I mean, you can't, you can't next man up TJ Watt. He is a monster. He is a man amongst men. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is currently the defensive player of the year. You can't just find someone else to throw in that position. Who's going to have the same impact. And like I said, Minka has been playing out of his mind. Um, and honestly, Cam Hayward's having a pretty good season too, mm-hmm. but there's just been a lot of struggles up front. And Again, talking about the defense and not having the talent, you know, Bush was supposed to be talented. He has really struggled. Spillane isn't fast enough to be in coverage. And there's nothing worse than a Steeler fan watching and seeing Spillane covering a tight end down the (laughs) middle of the field. Like, because you know that that could be a touchdown right now. Those are the things that are difficult as a Steelers fan to watch. (laughs) I want to come back to the coverage, but first, as you said, TJ Watt certainly not going to be replaced, but one guy that has stepped up in the pass rush is Alex Highsmith. He's got four and a half sacks so far this season, and he's playing really, really well. Tell me a little bit more about how he's playing and what the rest of the front seven is doing with the absence of TJ Watt. I love this kid. First of all, let me say this. Um, I think that his step up year over year has been amazing. 
um, whatever he did in the off season, keep doing that because clearly he is starting to kind of grow into that role. And certainly with TJ out, he's had to take kind of a bigger role. And um, I'm really excited about him, actually. You know, sometimes I feel like, he, you know, he might be out there by himself on some plays. Um, however, I think that he's got just an incredible motor, great heart. And I mean, he has developed a kind of almost like that Ray Lewis sweep thing with his arm that he does. Um, that is very impressive to get to the quarterback. So I, I like Highsmith a lot. And what about the coverage? Obviously, from what you were saying, you don't want to see Robert Spillane covering anybody. But what have they been doing so far this year in coverage and also against the run? The Jets have two young running backs who've been pretty productive. <laughs> what are the Steelers going to do to combat the pass and the run? Well, I will tell you to combat the run, as far as I've seen thus far, nothing. <laughs> um, there's nothing they will do that will combat the run in any way, shape or form. So have at. Uh, it really, I mean, it's, I don't know if they've just got the wrong packages in there. Like I legitimately can't quite figure out exactly why it's so bad, except for, you know, there's a lot of missed tackles, which when you see that, you know, uh, you know, that's 10 yards every time you have a missed tackle, that kind of thing happening. Um, but yeah, we're really not great right now um in many phases of the game i mean even getting into special teams my god it was such a debacle um the special teams have not put us in good positions and so basically we're failing at all three phases of the game right now hopefully they're making adjustments this week i know we've brought in some more players for tryouts which you know that's that's interesting in and of itself but because of injuries we kind of have no choice but to start bringing some more people in right now um and as far as pass coverage goes, I mean, if Minka's out, it, it's going to be a free-for-all. You know, obviously Flacco actually knows our defense fairly well over the years. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I'd rather probably see Flacco um, <laughs> than Zach Wilson. But, I, you know, he's young. He's got a hell of a cannon on him. So what do you think it looks like for you? I think it's going to be interesting because Zach Wilson is going to be shaking off that rust. And as you said, if Fitzpatrick doesn't play and TJ Watt doesn't play, you've got the two best playmakers on an otherwise pretty good Steelers defense going up against Zach Wilson. So that might be a big break for him if he's able to avoid that. But it's in Pittsburgh and you know that the Steelers are going to be playing for their survival, really, because if they go to one and three, they're going to be in a lot mm -hmm. of trouble. So they're going to be sending everything they can at Zach Wilson, and they're going to try and confuse him. I don't know if they're going to succeed. Hopefully not from my perspective, but that leads me to my next question, which is what do you expect to see from the Steelers? What do you think they're going to do on offense and defense in this game? I suspect they will disappoint me. <laughs> So I will start there. Um, now, legitimately, it's been, honestly, it's like watching the exact same game plan over and over and over again, and it continuing to fail, and yet they do it again. And this has been going on since at least the middle of last year. And it's very frustrating as a fan. Um, so until something's really done about, I mean, that that's not just like who's on the field, obviously. We're talking about an offensive coordinator and people who are actually calling the shots because they've made some bad choices and it's put us in a really difficult position. We've got some real talent 
Um, but again, we need some protection for Najee. We need to have a passing game that can actually work in the NFL, not a college um, offense. And I think that if you can't, you know, if you can't establish the run, can't throw the ball, can't throw the ball, can't run the ball. Um, and that when you go three and out, which is what we've done repeatedly over the last several weeks, that then also leaves your defense, which is 100% depleted at this point on the field, an extensive amount of time. So again, all of these things lead me to not be super optimistic about my team. Obviously I want the Steelers to win. Um, I will be cheering for them and hoping and, you know, probably drinking a lot because of them. Um, but I, I, I'm just being realistic about what I've seen thus far and what I expect to see. I don't expect to see a whole lot of change. Ultimately, how do you think this is going to turn out on Sunday? I don't know. It'll be something great. It'll, like, it'll be one of those classic Jets-Steelers games like from the early 2000s where it's like 10-7. Um, that would be fantastic, actually. <laughs> a great defensive battle. Um, but I mean, legitimately, I would take the under on this, whatever it is for this week, I would definitely take the under. Um, because I'm, you know, I don't know what your offense can do, but I know what ours does and it's not great <laughs> for anybody who's interested. The under is 41.5. So if Mickey is even take close it. to correct, yeah, you would take the under on that for sure. <laughs> Mickey white. Thanks so much for coming on and talking Steelers with me. I really appreciate it. It's always a blast to talk to you. I hope we get more excuses to do this more often down the line. For those that want to check out everything that you're working on and, of course, your tweets, which somebody needs to sponsor. And I have to, by the way, since I have you on right now, confess that I love in the morning when you wake up and you ask all your peeps, as you call them, uh -huh. what's going on. And then it challenges me to come up with a creative gift to respond to you. So I like that in the morning. <laughs> it kind of gets my morning started. How can everybody follow you on social media and if they want to sponsor your Steelers tweets, you got to cut them a good deal, right? You got to be able to give them a discount. Yes. Mention that you heard it on this podcast and she'll give you 25% off, right, Mickey? <laughs> Absolutely. 25% off if you mention you heard it on this podcast. Um, you can find me on the socials at Biased Girl. B-I-A-S-E-D girl. And uh, pretty much on all socials, it's the same. And you can find my tweets there always on Twitter. Make sure that you follow Mickey on Twitter. Like I said, in the morning, it's always fun to come up with a GIF to respond to her asking the question of how her peeps are doing. I enjoy your responses. <laughs> the reason I do it is that it's kind of, you know, a nice way to touch base with all of you every day. It's true. You got to continue to be the mayor of Twitter. So make sure you follow Mickey <laughs> and get in those GIFs like I do every morning. Also, check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns, including an awesome one of Max Mitchell and how he's been playing better and better each week, which is surprising for a fourth-round rookie at offensive tackle. So watch our videos, subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee-public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee-public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. 
doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. <laughs>